You are listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with me, Trip Kramer. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. And on today's episode, I want to talk about something that I feel like is coming up quite a bit when people have been emailing in about questions that they have for the podcast. And they've been talking about this idea of politics, about that there's not a lot of women who they are finding in their city or online who have the same political beliefs as them. I've even had a question where someone talks about this, this fact that they don't really care what the woman's political beliefs are, but the woman cares a lot about what his political beliefs are. Okay, so I wanted to dive into this today where maybe this can help you out. Maybe you have some sort of political belief that's important to you, or maybe you're just finding that you don't care, but the world around you is getting more and more into, uh, I don't know, issues, politics, uh, different agendas. As we know, that the country seems to be pretty divided, half liberal, half conservative. And I'll just say this much. This is not a political episode. I'm not trying to steer you in one way or the other. I'm not even going to share my political beliefs. That's not really what's important. So I don't care if you're a hardcore conservative or a hardcore liberal or you're moderate or you don't care at all. doesn't matter to me. But what I'm about to say when I have to share in this episode is going to help you either way. Before we get into that, if you feel like it's been a struggle for you to find, meet, attract women, I want you to know that there is help for you. You can get help. And I don't want you to do this on your own if you don't feel like you have to. There is a coaching program that's available to you. There is also a video course that's available to you. There is also a book that's available to you. Three great options to help you beyond the podcast. I know that guys love the podcast. They listen on Spotify. They listen on iTunes. They listen on Stitcher and a bunch of other random places where the podcast happens to be. I have actually people who just take my RSS feed and put it on their website. That's fine. And I know that people feel like they need help beyond listening. So coaching is available and a video course is available and a book is available. And all these are different entry points for you depending on where you're at. Because Not everyone is ready for coaching. And some people are kind of like, well, a book sounds nice, but that's similar to a podcast. Let's bump it up a notch. If a book is something that you would enjoy listening to on Audible, or if it's something that you would enjoy sitting down and actually reading, having an actual book in your hand, you can check out my book, Magnetic. That is at Amazon. Just type in Magnetic and Trip or Trip Kramer Magnetic. You'll find it right there. We'll also put a link in the show notes. If you are wanting a little bit more than a book, you want a video course where you can actually follow through, follow along and watch me speak and and hear me talk about the whole concept of building attraction and meeting women and how attraction works, then you can check out my Hooked program, getherhooked.com. That is a little bit more intensive than a a book because it's teaching you a lot more and you're going to have to, you know, be in there, take notes, and of course, implement what you're saying. Although the book also does have an implementation plan for you. And if none of those seem like that's where you're at and you want more direct help, you don't want to do this on your own, you're sick of doing it on your own, you want to do it with somebody, then go to coachedbytrip.com. That's where you can apply to work with me or one of my own other coaches here at TripAdvice. I give one. And this happens, I, I talk so fast, I stumble over my words, but I just get so excited by everything that I talk about here on the podcast that I just happen to talk fast. And obviously 
doesn't help as much when you're stumbling over your words. Anywho, coachedbytrip.com, link in the show notes. Go there to apply to work with either myself or another coach where we guide you and, and completely customize a whole plan for you to go out and meet women in person and of course online so you can get a lot of volume which can lead to a lot of dates. And most importantly, is you having options. So if you feel like you're a person who wants more options of women and you feel like you don't have those options, get into this program. So there you go. All the different, all the different options for you. Let's talk about politics now, shall we? All right. So let's let's make this nice and simple, like I usually do. Politics. So, what you need to what you need to do to start off this whole process is you should figure out what it is that you stand for. And for some of you listening, that's going to be very easy. Like you already know, I'm I'm a conservative. I'm a moderate. I'm a liberal. I'm Green Party. Whatever it is, most likely you're probably either conservative or liberal or moderate. So, one of those you probably already know. If you're not sure, that means you're probably moderate. That means that, oh, well, some parts of each side kind of speak to you. But if you're really not sure, I think it'd be important to either get sure or at least know what kind of woman you want to date. Okay. So, you should know what kind of woman that you want to date. So, again, you want to get sure on either your political beliefs or the kind of woman that you're looking for and her political beliefs. Ideally, you have both, but obviously, you know, if you know what you want or you know who you are, you're going to know what you want in in a woman. You're going to want probably similar, very political beliefs. So, either way, you got to know the answers to these questions. And that's because if you don't have the answers to these questions, then you might find yourself in a predicament when you're going out there and you're meeting women, whether in person doing approaches or you're meeting them from online dating. It's going to be tough for you because since you don't know what you want, you're going to stumble across women who you realize, oh, this woman, I don't really like this. She's she's really far-leaning left. She's really far-leaning right. That's not good. It's better to be clear right off the bat. So this is your homework this week, is figure out where you lie and then you can figure out what's going to happen when you're vetting for a woman. So this is pretty obvious advice. I mean, I think I think you should know this, right? And some of you are like, yeah, uh, Trip, yes, I already know this. I'm hardcore liberal, and that's the kind of woman that I'm looking for. I would never date a conservative. Okay, so if that's the case, more obvious advice, but it's has to be mentioned because I don't think everyone thinks about this, is you got to have this somewhere on your dating profile to start if you're doing online dating, which you should be. You got to have this on your dating profile somewhere if it's important to you. Obviously, if it's not important to you and you don't care, then don't put it on there. But if it's important to you, have it on your dating profile so that not only are you looking for someone, but it's going to filter out the women who see yours and they go, oh, he's super liberal. I'm conservative. I don't want to be with this guy. And then they won't match with you. I like to have guys who I'm, when I'm coaching them, we're doing the whole online dating program that I have created, Online Domination. I have them put one sentence in their dating profile because not every dating profile has the opportunity for you to put liberal, conservative, moderate, all that stuff. So like a Tinder or Bumble or something like that. You might be putting one sentence in your profile that just says that you are a Trump supporter or that you are conservative or that you are um, a Biden supporter, whatever it may be. So some sort of support for some party, right? Having that in your profile written in is going to filter out the women who you don't want to be with. 
So make sure that you have that in there if you are very leaning towards some side of the political spectrum. Okay? So that's going to be really important. Now, the biggest question, the bigger one that I've gotten before that it begs speaking about when we talk about politics is guys living in a city where you are feeling like, and this is happening, I, I feel like to a lot of college guys, guys who ask this question aren't saying anything specific here, but I think I know what they're, what's happening. is These guys are asking that they are in a city where they have different values than the women. I'm guessing it's guys who are living in a, like a small city, maybe a college town. Those towns usually seem to be pretty liberal. I don't mean like small town USA. I mean like a small type college town. A lot of liberals there. So I'm imagining that you're probably a conservative guy who's living in a liberal city and that's really tough for you. Whatever the case may be, if you are leaning towards some political party and you find yourself in a city where this has been tough for you, two things are going on. One, you are not, you are not getting enough volume. So that's, that might be the case. A lot of guys like to, to think that they have a good data analysis on their dating situation when really they don't have enough data. So what I'm saying is maybe a guy talks to like four girls in you know a four-week or six-week period and they all happen to be, let's just say, liberal and he's conservative and he goes, well, every girl I meet is liberal. That's not a lot of data. That's not a lot of data. You're talking about four women that you've talked to in about a month or two months. It's not a lot of data. You need to be swiping and going on dates with, I mean, I mean, hundreds of women you should be swiping through in a month, that's for sure. You should be hopefully going on dates with at least three to four women, that's just dates. And then you should be approaching in a given month, if you're doing it at the best of your abilities, hopefully about 40 to 50 women in a full month. This would be a better data set because you're doing more volume. And then you can really understand if you are in a place where, oh, okay, this is a super liberal town. Oh, okay, this is a conservative town. So let's not make fast judgments until you're doing enough approaches. So that's that's key there. Also, this goes this now kind of expands to a bigger question. So this is kind of killing two birds with one stone here. If you're a person who's living in a city and you're finding that the majority of the city, and this is usually going to be in a small city, majority of the women are not the kinds of women that you want to be with. This could be in politics. This could be uh, uh, such a small city that maybe they're all married. So fill in the blank, whatever that may be. You're in a small city, you know, 100,000 or less, 50,000 or less, and you're finding that it's, it's not going the way you want and you're doing the volume. By the way, that's, like, that's why I said number one, you're doing the volume, doing the approaches, you're doing the swiping, and you're still not meeting the kinds of women that you want. So again, we're not talking about working on your attraction. We're talking about you just vetting. So you're going through the vetting process of finding a woman that you want. If that's not happening, then you need to move. I know that that is polarizing to some very intense advice. Okay, Trip. Easy for you to say, just move. I understand that that's not easy. Moving is intense, especially if you have a job that is not is not remote, although a lot of people are getting more remote jobs these days and maybe don't consider moving. So that's why I beg to say, uh, it begs the question of should you be in that city, right? But again, what we're saying here is that even though it's hard, that still 
is the solution. So if you're in a city that's not giving you the kinds of women that you're looking for, the only solution is to move. It's kind of another common sense answer, but I don't think people really hear that. And I want to be that older brother to you, even if you're listening to this and you're older than me still. We still all need some sort of, quote, older brother to tell you the reality and give you the truth, even if it's something that's hard to hear, that you might have to move. So if a priority for you is to meet a woman that, let's say, is liberal, and you're in a small town, and it happens to be conservative, and you're very interested in meeting a woman who's liberal, who's left-wing, well, if that's a priority for you, then it does make sense for you to move and live in a different city. And that might make sense for you to find a new city, and yes, find a new job. If your priority is not that, and it's, it's just working, which I know if you're listening to this podcast, that's not going to be the only priority for you. You're interested in meeting and attracting women, right? So clearly it's a priority, but still have to say, if it's not a priority for you, well then stay where you are and do, and do your thing. I'm not saying that in a uh, passive aggressive way. I really mean that. Then just stay there. That's not your priority. So you got to think about what your priorities are and then do your research to figure where you can live that's going to match your priorities. And for you, that might be finding a woman who leans in the political direction that you do. So I'd really think about this. And for anyone else who feels that they're in a city that's not for them or that's not enough women, and you've heard me say this before, if you listen to the podcast regularly, yes, moving is the answer. And you'll be happy that you did because you know how that city you're living in right now, right now is affecting you. And it's not affecting you, you positively, is it? No, it's not. So I urge you to do that. Maybe there's creative ways you can do for your job. Maybe you can make your job remote. Who knows? And if you feel like you're stuck, well, then maybe you have to find a new line of work. So something has to give somewhere. I wish I could give you an answer that just solved everything. But something sometimes has to give depending on what your priorities are. Like I say to my coaching clients, I get my coaching clients who are kind of coming in and they go, okay, let's do this. I'm... I'm you know, I'm working out, I'm working on my business and, and now I want to meet women. And I say, listen, if you want to meet women and we're going to go through this process together, you're going to be spending hours of your week towards meeting and attracting women. You're going to be working on your dating profile. You're going to be swiping. You're going to be going out. You're going to be approaching women. And so I'm letting them know if that doesn't fit in your schedule, then something has to give. I'm not saying that you never work on other areas of your life, like your health and your fitness and your career and all that stuff. Of course, you always work on that. But if you're trying to work on all of it at once, let me tell you from someone who has experienced this, who's super into personal development, who's always working on himself, who's been doing this for over a decade, do not pile an entire list of things that you're going to accomplish that are completely new. You will get destroyed. I have been destroyed by this. I think I can do it all. Yeah, we're going to work on this. We're going to work on dating. We're going to. No, you can't do that. You got to pick one at a time. And the trick is, is you pick one and then you create a habit out of it. Okay. So what happens is, let's say you're, you're focused just on meeting women. Okay. So right now, you know, you're, you're doing your job and you go to work and all that stuff. Maybe you're not really working out right now, but your priority right now is meeting women. Okay. So you'll make habits to be, going out, approaching women. You'll be making time and habits to be swiping on women. And once you get that going for, let's say, one, two, three, four months, which is not that very long out of your whole life, right? Out of a year, that's only a third of your year. You're going to build habits for three to four months. And now that you got that going, 
Now you can work on the next thing. If you start working on everything at once, you're going to fail. I've coached many guys through this process. And I found that when guys are trying to do it all, it becomes overwhelming and then they don't do anything. And we don't want that, right? So I want you to understand that you can get a decent amount done in terms of habit building if you wanted to focus on something. So let's just, let's take another example. If you wanted to work on losing weight and you're like, well, let's, let's lose like, you know, 50 pounds before we get to the whole dating thing. And my health is really important and it's even more important than my career. Maybe I'm super overweight, whatever it is. You're going to want to go to the gym and create those habits. And when that becomes a habit, it becomes very easy to do, right? It's like automated. It's automatic. So when something is automatic, it's easy to do. And then you can tack on and work on the next thing. So that is something that you should be thinking about when you are trying to get all of this in order. I don't remember exactly how we got to this tip, but either way, I think it's very important. You need to make sure that you're doing this thing one at a time. And oh yes, it just clicked. We're talking about priorities. So that's the whole idea. Priorities. What's a priority? Work on that thing now, build the habits, and then stack and then work on the next thing. So for all of you out there, back to the topic here, who are looking for someone who is strongly in your political belief system, just be clear on what that is. Be clear on if it's important to you. And if it is, you use that as a filter in your dating apps. And I think it's pretty easy to do. I know we didn't really talk about like How do you filter for that in person? I mean, it's pretty easy. You can just ask. You don't even have to beat around the bush. Like, There's no like secret question to find out if they're liberal or conservative. Just ask them. Ask them who they voted for. That'd probably, that'd probably be the easiest right there. Just ask them who they voted for. And then you'll get a, a pretty clear answer. I want to go into some Q&A. I think we did some Good stuff. Some some good damage here on the on the political agenda. It is it is some advice I did rehash from some questions that came in, but I know that not every single person always listens to the end of and the whole part of every podcast. I thought this one was important to bring up, especially because it does come up in my coaching program quite a bit too about finding someone who's going to be a good fit for them in the political spectrum. Okay, all right. Let's go to Q and A. Guys have been writing in. Thank you for writing in your questions. We are uh, really caught up here too on the Q&A. So that's pretty cool. So I want you to write in. If you have a question, you can email me trip at tripadvice.com. Put in the subject line podcast question and we'll answer it here on the podcast. Here's a question from Robert. Hi, Trip. I'm a new listener to the podcast. Just ordered Magnetic and working towards finally putting myself out there in the dating scene with intention to improve my game. My question involves a recent personal situation that is, I think, pretty unique. A couple months ago, I ran into a friend of a friend and we seemed to hit it off. She agreed to date. We texted a couple times back and forth to schedule it. Then I didn't hear from her a couple of days. Our mutual friend told me she had unfortunately started seeing someone else before we first talked. However, they also confirmed that she would have been interested in the date had the timing been better. Today, I believe she is single, and there is a get-together coming up where we'll likely run into each other again. Assuming she is single, I'm curious how you would recommend approaching this, and if you do anything differently, considering what happened initially. Look forward to hearing what you have to say and to start reading Magnetic. Thanks, Robert. Oh, I'll say this much. I want to give you a different thought here. Is this someone that you should actually talk to again in terms of seeing them or going on a date? Even if she is single, how much do you now respect her for completely ghosting you? 
You didn't use the term ghost, but you said it here. You said, I didn't hear from her for a couple of days. So you never heard from her again. Looks like your friend was the one who was the person to reveal the information, which is that she is not going to be dating you. She's dating someone else. So is that someone that you have a level of respect for? I'm just kind of questioning. I'm challenging you here. I don't know if I would. You know, some people might argue like, well, it's, it's really hard to, to you know, it's an, it's an uncomfortable text. I think that you should be an adult. And she didn't really act like a mature adult. She could have easily just said, hey, I have to be honest with you. I'm sorry we scheduled something, but it turns out that someone I'm, I've been seeing, it's getting more serious. I apologize. You would have been bummed, but at least you would have dealt with someone who's mature. So is this someone you should really be going for? I don't know. I'm not going to give you the exact uh, answer here. I think that's for you to, to figure out, but I want to open your mind to looking at this from a different perspective. Is this really someone? So if you come to the conclusion, because I still like to give you the advice at times, I like to still give you the option. So if you come to the conclusion, you say, yeah, you know what, this, this still is someone, or maybe I'm wrong, and she did text you and say that, and you just didn't add that here in the, in the uh, message. So here's what I would do. I wouldn't even bring it up. I wouldn't bring up like, hey, I never heard from you. Or, hey, I heard that you're dating someone. I would just start this process all over again. So act like it never even happened. So if she texted you and did say like, oh, I'm seeing someone or whatever, just act like it never even happened. And just ask her out. Now she might say, I'm seeing someone. Or say, oh, I'm still seeing someone. Then you'll be like, okay, yeah, no worries. But just start the process all over again. So when you're seeing her, talk to her, flirt with her, connect with her, and then don't wait to text her, but in person say, hey, you know what? We should grab a drink. Why don't we grab a drink sometime? And she'll tell you right there. She'll say, oh, no, I can't. I'm seeing somebody. You say, okay, cool. No worries. That's it. So that'd be my advice, my friend, is yes, still go for it. Yes, still ask her out if, again, the case is that you feel that way. Um, But... If you've had a change of heart based on what I said here about the respect maturity thing, then you can be done with it. Here is from Anonymous. Hey Trip, I had a situation a couple of weeks ago that left me super confused. I was talking to this girl that lives about two hours away from me and it was going well and she decided to make the drive up and see me. I suggested we go to this party together, so we agreed to doing that. We arranged that she would stay over after. We go to the party and I talked to her for about 15 minutes while there. We hung out for a couple hours before and made out. Introduced her to a couple of people since she didn't know anyone and then did my own thing for the next three-ish hours, checking in on her every once in a while. I don't like talking to one person the whole time at a party. Near the end of the party, I tried to go find her with no success and she disappeared. Next day, I found out my friend took her home and banged her. Oh my God. (laughs) Oh man. Um, As you guys know, I, I don't... Uh, vet these questions. So I'm reading this for the first time. I have someone my, on my team who vets these questions. So I'm reading this in, in, the, in the same shock that you are. <laughs> okay, we'll continue. He said, where did I go wrong? Was it not sticking by her side for this entire party? If so, any tips for that? Since I can't fathom talking to only one person the entire time. Thanks, Anonymous. P.S. I'm 22 and she's 18. Thank you so much for leaving that PS. And I'm dead serious because the age does matter. I mean, I I do believe that 
whether you're a woman or a man, you're going to react the same way to what's attractive and what's not. But let's be honest, there's maturity differences between an 18-year-old and a 40-year-old woman, right? There is maturity differences on on some level. At least that's what I believe. An 18-year-old is so new to the dating scene and she's someone who's going to get a lot of attention and so it's very easy for her to just boom, like pick up and, and go with someone else. That that just happened here. So let's dive in a little bit from whatever you gave me. I want to kind of rehash this. Okay, so she lives two hours away. So let me just say this much. The fact that you're talking to a girl, she lives two hours away, that tells me that you guys have not been together enough to build a lot of attraction. So even though you guys made out and you hung out for a couple hours before, you didn't have that much built attraction. So it would be easy for someone, I mean, it's still very rude for her to do this, so all ethics aside, it would be very easy for a woman to to move on to someone else if they don't feel invested. I'm going to take a wild guess that you guys have not slept together. And as I've talked about, and I talk about quite a bit in my book and my and my. Uh, video course hooked that sex is one of the biggest investments that a woman can make. So if she is having sex with you, she becomes more invested in you. There are chemicals in a woman's brain that helps them become attached to you during sex and vice versa for yourself. So she's probably not that invested in you. Therefore, she has a lot easier time being with someone else. Now into your, your question more about should you have hung out with her for the entire party. Actually, I think you played it pretty well. I think you went a little bit to one side. Like, you know, you did your own thing for three hours. That's a long time. You said you checked in on her every once in a while. So I think mainly you played it okay. I would have, you know, taken her to the side, made out with her again. Checking in, I don't know, that sounds like you just kind of said hi and then walked off to someone else. Again, that is good. You don't want to be hanging on her the whole time because then you're going to be needy. You're not going to really show your social side. So it is good what you did. Um, and again, I'm just being picky here. Like I even think it is possible that if you were still hanging out with her a lot more, that she could have still completely disappeared. I wonder if alcohol was involved in this too. So that could be something if you guys were at a party and she was drinking. And of course, when you're drinking, you just kind of let all, you know, you can let all morals and, and ethics go and just and give in to your desires. And someone was able to just pick her up. So where did you go wrong? I don't think you went too wrong at the party. I'm being picky when I said you should have maybe spent a little bit more time with her. But I'm I'm understanding where you're coming from. It's like you're you guys made out. So it it, sh- it should seem like it's fine. I mean, I think honestly, the only place where you might have gone wrong if we're going to try to p- fix this and not play victim mentality is the fact that you should have had her more invested to begin with and the fault there was on you was why are you talking to a girl who lives two hours away? You shouldn't be doing that. You should be talking to a girl who lives no more than 30 minutes away so that you can spend more time and she becomes invested in you and then something like this would have a smaller chance of happening. So again, I'm going to side with you on the fact that you said you can't fathom talking to one person the entire time. You're right. You should be socializing. You're at a party. That's what it's for. So I hope that helps. Those are are some of my thoughts. Mainly the problem was is that she wasn't invested you to begin with and understand this is the reality of dating, that there are going to be times when if they're not invested in you, they can easily go with somebody else. 
That is the harsh, cruel, and tough world sometimes when it comes to dating. I will say to anyone who's like, this is scary. Like, do I really have to like really be that spot on or a girl is just going to completely leave me and bang some other guy? I don't think so, guys. Really, I think this is an exceptional case. I believe that this does happen. Hypergamy is real. That means that women are always looking for someone who's more attractive than you. I do think that is all real. But I still think that women act on this seldomly. I don't think it always plays out as much as we think it does in these situations. Well, there you go, my friends. I hope this helps. I want you to please email me, trip at tripadvice.com, put in the subject line podcast question. If you have any questions for the podcast, if you need coaching, go to coachedbytrip.com and apply to work with me or one of my head coaches today. Of course, you can always get a video course or a book, the ones that I mentioned before, Hooked, Video Course, and Magnetic is the book. I want you to think about your political stance this week. How important is it to you? How important is it for you to find someone who has the same political beliefs? Maybe it is, maybe it's not. Think about all that stuff so then you can take that with you and apply it to your approaches and apply it to your swiping and messaging. We'll talk to you on the next episode. Have a great rest of your week.